All right, guys, welcome to Declassified Live. A lot to go over today, a whole bunch, a ton, a ton, a ton. Now, listen, I I know that a million people are going to be asking me, well, I'll say this when we have some more uh, people watching, but I really want to talk about this Manafort and Cohen situation. Very, very interesting stuff. Now, I know what's going to happen. The chat's going to blow up with a million people telling me they want to talk about the illegal alien being held in the murder of Molly Tibbetts. I know. I get it. So do I. We're going to do that one tomorrow because there's more. Hey, John Zealand, how are you? There's more information coming in on that case. All right. We got some details last night. We're going to learn some more details today, but we really got to go over all the problems with Manafort and Trump. So I'm not ignoring the fact that there's an illegal alien being held in the murder of Molly Tibbetts in Iowa. Very important to me. I'm going to be getting more information on that later today. So I want to do that story with you tomorrow. Good morning, Vaspoda and Hangman John Ruth. Great to see you. Uh, so yeah, we got to talk about this, this Manafort and Cohen nonsense. Because everybody today, oh, the left, they're, they're, oh my God, Donald Trump is done. Donald Trump is done. Give me a break. First of all, Manafort's trial means nothing, means nothing. For Donald Trump means absolutely nothing. Paul Manafort was jammed up on old financial crimes going back to 2006. They have nothing to do with Russia collusion. And if you look at it in the final analysis, Mueller couldn't even make more than 50% of his case. There were 18 charges. The jury hung on 10 of them. There was a mistrial on 10 and he was convicted on eight old tax evasion and bank fraud charges going back to the mid-2000s, 10 years, 10 years, a decade, before he was ever involved with the Trump campaign. There's nothing there with Manafort. Now, look, maybe Manafort will appeal. Maybe he'll get a pardon. I doubt it. I doubt it because the evidence seemed pretty clear cut. The government put on all those witnesses. But I will tell you this. It does not bode well for Robert Mueller it does not bode well for the special counsel that he couldn't even make more than 50% of his case in the Manafort trial. 18 counts, only convictions on eight of them. Now, Cohen is a little bit more problematic, but not for the reasons you think. Manafort really isn't a PR nightmare for the president. All right? Cohen is a PR nightmare for the president, but I don't believe a, a legal and political one. And here's why. Number one, I believe Cohen had the worst legal representation in Lanny Davis. I mean, that was some of the worst lawyering I've ever seen. Run and cut a plea. Run and cut a plea. But not only that, Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen made it, did something that lawyers do every day. He engaged in a settlement for his client. Now, we're going to get very deep today into how I think there's a fix in the Department of Justice. You guys know, I tell you every single day, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I analyze through the lens of facts, not through the lens of emotion, not through the lens of partisanship, all right? But this looks really, really dirty. Let's start with Michael Cohen and Lanny Davis. Lanny Davis is out there gloating in the media that his client pled guilty and is facing three to five years in prison and substantial fines. And it's no lawyer does that. 
No lawyer gloats like that. And Lanny Davis is gloating the Clinton fixer about now being able to take down Trump and having info for the special counsel. It's really unusual. But here's the big one. Here's the really big one. Are you listening? Here's the real big one. Mr. Lowkey, great to see you. All right. The big one is this. Michael Cohen pled guilty to paying Stormy Daniels and not disclosing it to the Federal Election Commission, thereby breaking campaign finance laws because the payment to Stormy Daniels benefited Donald Trump's candidacy and potentially influenced the election. However, the Department of Justice ignored that Hillary Clinton's law firm Perkins Coie paid Fusion GPS to conduct work that would influence the outcome of the election and didn't report it to the Federal Election Commission. So the Department of Justice literally told America that there is one standard of justice for Hillary Clinton and one for everyone else. And mind you, it was one payment to Stormy Daniels via Michael Cohen. Perkins Coey sent multiple payments, far in excess of $130,000, I believe, knowing how this these investigations work and how expensive they are, to Fusion GPS on behalf of Hillary Clinton, crickets from the Department of Justice. There's even more. There's even more, though. There's even more. The payment to Stormy Daniels was passive help for the campaign. In other words, here's Stormy, here's the money you want. Don't say anything to anybody, and hopefully there won't be a scandal. It wasn't money spent to directly hurt Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton funneled money through her law firm, Perkins Coie, to hide from the Federal Election Commission to pay Fusion GPS to directly hurt Donald Trump and the people around him. Yet the Department of Justice does absolutely nothing. But it gets even worse, much, much worse. Do you remember Imran Awan, the IT guy on the W. Wasserman Schultz scandal? You know who I'm talking about, the Pakistani guy that I believe was under the thumb of the Pakistani ISI, one of the most brutal enemy intelligence services in the world? Well, get this, get this. This story dropped yesterday. Imran Awan was found guilty, all right, of federal bank fraud, lying on loan applications to inflate his worth. An identical charge to one that Paul Manafort was convicted on, an identical charge to one on which Michael Cohen pled guilty. Imran Awan got no jail time. This was yesterday. He got no jail time. In fact, the Department of Justice didn't ask for jail time. Michael Cohen is facing three and a half to five years. Paul Manafort so far facing about 80 years. I tell you every day, don't believe in conspiracy theories. Don't spread craziness. But as a former law enforcement guy with a lot of experience in this stuff, this all looks incredibly filthy. This is incredibly filthy and corrupt. Hillary did exactly through Perkins Coie what Trump did through Michael Cohen exactly. And the Department of Justice turned a blind eye. Imran Awan did exactly 
what Michael Cohen is accused of doing, pled guilty to, exactly what Paul Manafort was convicted for. The Department of Justice asked for no jail time. In the Yuan case, a guy who stole confidential information from about a dozen members of Congress, who breached the servers, who stole computer equipment. There is something filthy here. Lanny Davis, a years-long Clinton fixer, is, is Michael Cohen's attorney, rushes him into a plea and is gloating, is giddy that his client is facing three and a half to five years in jail for something that's done every day in law, a settlement. But it even gets worse. The Obama administration, I have it right here. In the Obama administration was found to have, was found to have violated $375,000 worth of campaign finance reporting laws in 2008. Crickets, nothing, nothing. This is filthy. The fix, I believe, is in. I believe the fix was in. You're watching, you are watching unfold before your eyes what I believe was the insurance policy Peter Strzok and Lisa Page went to talk about in Andy's, Andrew McCabe's office. Jeff Sessions is useless. And I, if one more person, if one more person comes on this chat stream and says to me, QAnon, trust the plan, Operation Slow Walker, I'm going to call you a moron. Okay? You got duped. This QAnon nonsense. It never saw all this coming, did it? Jeff Sessions is compromised, ineffective, and the worst attorney general in U.S. history. There is no plan, okay? There is no Operation Slow Walker. The deep state is taking out Trump guilt by association on things they're ignoring on the Hillary Clinton and Democrat side that they have ignored on the establishment Republican side. They are going after this president with a vengeance. You are watching a soft coup d'etat take place before your eyes and a bunch of morons out there still believe, short on, trust the plan, Operation Slow Walker. It's ridiculous. You're being duped. That whole Q thing was a disinfo campaign by the other side to shut you up. That's all it was. That's all it was. But there is a silver lining in this cloud. I think yesterday was a wake-up call for Trump. Now, Trump withstands all this because at the end of the day, you don't really have legal exposure if your lawyer screws up and breaks the law. Manafort doesn't touch Trump. Doesn't touch Trump. He's a guy who worked for Trump for a few months, 10 years after he committed these really benign, white-collar, rich guy crimes. Most Americans don't care if one rich guy defrauds another rich guy and defrauds the federal government. Like one rich guy defrauds a really rich bank and then doesn't pay taxes to the federal government 10 years ago. Most Americans don't care about that, all right? And let me read you a list of names. Now, Brian Stelter over on CNN tweeted out yesterday, claiming that Americans won't care about felons in the president's inner circle seems insulting to those Americans. So I tweeted back at Brian Stelter, Webb Hubble, Mark Rich, Jim McDougal, Susan McDougal, Stephen Smith. Those were all very close friends of Bill Clinton who all got jammed up on felonies. Yet despite that, 
And these were like, these were his inner, inner, inner circle. Despite that, in the 1996 election, after all those scandals, after all those people close to Clinton were all kinds of jammed up, despite that, Bill Clinton blew Bob Dole out of the water. 379 electoral votes to Clinton, 159 to Bob Dole. Americans don't care about high-level financial crimes. This Michael Cohen thing, oh, it's going to tarnish Trump, going to tarnish Trump. No, it's not. Look, at the end of the day, Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen was weak. Michael Cohen was a really terrible lawyer, apparently. What a horrible attorney. I mean, just nuts. And Lanny Davis doesn't appear, gave him great representation. Now, a lot of things are going to happen. Now Trump realizes the fix is in. I don't think God himself could make Trump sit down with Robert Mueller at this point. Trump would be insane. Trump would be insane. Now, Gus Polito, this is a dumb comment with all due respect. They want you divided, trust sessions, trust queue. Trust sessions for what? Doing nothing while everyone around the president gets indicted? I mean, it's just stupid at this point. It's a waste of time to put it on the chat. It really is. It really is. It just makes people dumber. So Trump, like I said, God himself couldn't make Trump speak to Mueller. I believe that Donald Trump right now is saying, whoa, whoa, they really are trying to take me out here. This is a soft coup. They want to end my presidency. And he's getting real. I think he realizes Sessions is useless. And I think he realizes that he did nothing wrong. A guy who's done something wrong doesn't tell the White House counsel, like we talked about yesterday, to go sit down with the special counsel for 30 hours. A guy who didn't do anything wrong when they raided his personal lawyer's office doesn't go into years-long court battles claiming executive privilege and attorney-client privilege on everything with his name on it. Trump didn't do that. He didn't do that. So all we have is a loose admission or allocution by Michael Cohen that says, yeah, I coordinated the payment with candidate Trump. He directed me to do it. At the end of the day, when you cut through all the histrionics, when you cut through all the, the uh, drama on the left and, and, the, and the wishful thinking, so what? Today, starting now, really, on the East Coast, clients are going to be directing their attorneys to make settlement payments. They're going to be cooperating on how that payment is made. Maybe they're sending the money in advance. Maybe they're saying, use my ABC123 LLC. Don't do it personally. All legal, all perfectly legal. You see, this is what people are misunderstanding. Nobody is saying that the payment to Stormy Daniels in and of itself was illegal. It's a bribe. This is where everybody's being confused. They're saying that it benefited the campaign was in essence a campaign donation by Michael Cohen to the Trump campaign. Understand that. They're not even alleging that it was Trump's money used that was used. They're saying that Michael Cohen used his money, gave her 130 grand. It benefited the campaign. It was thereby a donation to the campaign and it exceeded the $2,700 per cycle limit. That's it. That is literally all the guy's being charged with. 
Now, if you listen to the left, you would think he was being charged with, he was being charged with, you know, bribery and corruption, and he was laundering drug money for Trump from the Sinaloa cartel. No, no. All he's being charged with is a violation of the $2,700 max and not reporting any of it to the FEC, which many lawyers say he didn't have to, and that Lanny Davis completely dropped the ball here because he was more interested in taking down Trump than he was defending his client. That's it. That's it. Mr. White Tuber says millennials don't care about this. I don't care what millennials care about. This is important. And I beg to differ. Many millennials do because I've been interfacing with them on Twitter last night at all day today. All day today. So I have to beg to differ. You're, you're dead wrong. Not, not every millennial wants to talk about the same over and over again, Facebook banning, Twitter banning, free speech, free speech. We do it every day. It's overdone. It's overdone. This is critically important stuff. We're talking about a soft coup on the presidency of the United States of America. Now, Donald Trump will not face any criminal charges despite the wishful thinking of the Washington Post and the New York Times and CNN and MSNBC. Not going to happen. Donald Trump is going to take a PR hit for this. He is. He's going to take a big PR hit for this. What Cohen said in court looks really bad. Again, it looks really bad. At the end of the day, legally and politically, it's a big meh, meh. That's what it is because there is nothing illegal. There is nothing remotely illegal about a, a, a client saying to a lawyer, settle this out for me, settle it out for me. And furthermore, if Donald Trump had said to Michael Cohen, hey, Mike, I want you to settle this. I want you to pay it. Let's keep this off the books with the FEC. Let's keep this off the books with the IRS. It was Michael Cohen's job as the lawyer to turn to his client and say, Donald, can't do that. That's illegal. I'd violate my law license. Can't do it. Go get another lawyer if you want that done. But you just notified me of a crime you're about to commit. Cohen didn't do that. Cohen's like, yep, can do. No worries. Telling his client who isn't a lawyer, no, nothing wrong with that. Everything's okay. Sorry. Cohen is the guy who effed up here. To all of those who want to take Trump down, Cohen's the guy who screwed up. He was the attorney. It was his job to say, the way you want to do this, is improper. But I don't believe Trump told him to do it that way. I believe Cohen trying to strengthen his relationship with Trump because everything I've seen leads me to believe that Michael Cohen is not a particularly smart guy. I think he's kind of a functional moron, quite honestly. I think he's a moron. So either he was too stupid to realize that what he was doing was illegal or he decided to do something and cut, you know, uh, cut corners and skirt around the law to like impress his client, but screwing him. Anyway, you slice it, Cohen was the lawyer. It was on him to say, this is legal, this isn't. This I can do, this I can't. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that. If my lawyer tomorrow goes out and does something, if I have a civil lawsuit, and my lawyer goes out and breaks the law on my behalf, and I'm 2,000 miles away in a meeting as Trump was a few thousand miles away campaigning. I don't know what my lawyer is doing. I'm not criminally liable because my lawyer, who's supposed to tell me what's legal, 
went out there and violated a statute. Hell, I rely on him to tell me if that's a statutory violation. He doesn't rely on me. So at the end of the day, politically and legally, Trump should be fine. Should be absolutely fine. But it underscores the bigger issue that I spoke about earlier in the show. And I spoke about much earlier in the show. Hillary Clinton's team did exactly the same thing. Obama's team did exactly the same thing. Imran Awan did exactly the same thing with regards to the bank fraud, the uh, inflation of value charges, lying on loan applications. Exactly the same thing. None were either prosecuted or even jail time recommended. How do you not look at this and say there's a fix in? How? How does, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. The Constitution is at stake. Now, Jimmy B here says, Lanny Davis is Cohen's lawyer. That's all I need to know that this whole thing is shady. <clears throat> Look, it certainly looks that way. Certainly looks that way. The former head of the uh, uh, FEC was on Mark Levin's show. And he said, this isn't even illegal. It's not even a campaign finance violation. I've spoken to former prosecutors, defense attorneys, FBI agents. I know they're all shaking their heads. They're like $130,000. That's something you pay a fine for. What they are going after Cohen on is something you pay a little fine for. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Hangman John Ruth asks me, John, do you think the tables will turn after this crap and go after old people I mentioned this morning? No, I don't. I think Trump is getting terrible advice from people around him, telling him, be calm. You can't intervene. It's going to look worse. Jeff Sessions is the worst, the most ineffective, weakest, most pathetic attorney general in the history of the United States. And what I just said before we froze is Jeff Sessions is the worst the weakest, most pathetic, most ineffective attorney general in the history of the United States. He never should have been appointed. His ass should be kicked out the door this morning. Kicked out the door this morning for refusing to go after Hillary Clinton and her people for the same crime, for allowing one of his assistant U.S. attorneys to recommend no jail time on Imran Awan. It is an epic, epic disgrace. A disgrace. Jeff Sessions is an embarrassment. He's a stain on the Department of Justice. A weak little man who never should have accepted this gigantic job. He was never cut out for it. He's not the guy. He is not the guy. Now, what Trump needs to do is realize that as the president of the United States, he has tremendous constitutional authority over law enforcement. Donald Trump should be appointing a second special counsel now, like as we sit here. <clears throat> now, he should be appointing a second special counsel. He should announce that that's going to be somebody very close to him, very, very close to him. And he should announce they're going to look into every crime potentially committed by Hillary Clinton and every member of her team. Every single one. And then he should sit with an army of lawyers and figure out how to avoid every immunity deal that was given to the members of Hillary's team. 
Because unless he does that, unless he threatens to bring them all down, they're going to keep coming. They're not going to stop coming for him. He's getting terrible advice. I don't know if it's from White House Counsel Don McGahn. I don't know if it's from General Kelly. I don't know if it's from Rudy Giuliani. I don't know if it's from Jay Sekulow. I suspect it's not the latter two. But he is getting very, very bad advice from somewhere. Maybe it's Jared and Ivanka. I don't know. But somebody is telling Trump to take off his gloves, lay down, and not punch back. He's absorbing punch after punch after punch. He's got to start punching back. If he doesn't start punching back, he's done. His presidency is over. It's over. Because they're not going to stop coming. Next, they're going to come for his family. They're going to keep coming until they put so much pressure on him. He's going to say, enough. I'm out. I resign. That's what they want. Mueller will not stop. He will not stop. What Trump should do is pardon everybody. He should pardon Cohen. He should pardon Manafort just to thumb it in their eye and appoint a second special counsel. And then a third. Appoint a second to look into Team Hillary and appoint a third to look into Mueller, Bruce Orr, Peter Strzok, James Comey, Andrew McCabe. Scare the hell out of them. <clears throat> oh my God, if somebody says, what about the 45,000 sealed indictments again? My head's gonna, there are not 40,000 sealed indictments. The morons telling you that don't even know what they're looking at. Not even going to say anything about it. Not even going to say anything about it. Please. Those, those, those are cases around the country. They've got nothing to do with Hillary and company. Nothing. I talked about it yesterday. Many of those things aren't even indictments. They're, they're witness statements. They're statements from undercover uh, federal agents, undercover cops. The people that are talking about that don't understand how to read the federal docket. They don't understand it. Those things aren't even indictments, most of them. Now, people are asking about Steve Bannon. And Steve Bannon is, uh, he's getting his, himself back in the game, but, you know, Bannon really screwed up. He screwed up. We're talking to that Michael Wolf guy. He screwed up insulting the president and his family. So I don't know if Bannon will ever be let back in the inner circle. I don't know if he will. And, uh, you know, back to what I was saying, though. Uh, George Watts asks, do I think Jeff Sessions is a leftist shill? No, I think Jeff Sessions is an old deep stater. And when Jeff Sessions got there, he wasn't. Michael Horrigan, Judicial Watch, never said there were 40,000 sealed indictments. Never said that. They talked about a much smaller amount. Judicial Watch has never once said, Tom Fitton has never said, there are 40,000 sealed indictments. In fact, Judicial Watch calls out Jeff Sessions, DOJ, and FBI daily. So with all due respect, you're very wrong about that. Very wrong about that. <clears throat> we have no... Frontholz says, this is a rather pessimistic view on things. Yeah, things are pessimistic right now. Let's face it. They're coming for Trump. The other side had big wins yesterday. Trump better get tough. Now... Those wins are temporary. Those aren't knockout punches. They're jabs on the chin. They sting. Trump was stung yesterday. He wasn't hurt. 
but he better start punching back. Better start punching back. It's time to start nuking the other side. Start nuking them. This is now at a point where it, we're approaching a point of no return. We're approaching the tipping point in a very, very big way. In a very, very big way. And to reiterate, Hangman John Ruth nailed it. Trump is surrounded by too many old school deep state people. Yeah, he is. He is. Jeff Sessions, the lead among them. General Kelly, good man, honorable man, but believes in the status quo. <clears throat> believes in Harold Brasdorf asked me, how are these wins for the left? Trump's former campaign manager and his personal attorney are guilty on 16 combined counts. And his former attorney, Michael Cohen, said in court that Trump conspired to break the law. It's not true. It'll be beaten back. But if, if, if we are not honest about yesterday being a win for the left, we're lying to ourselves. We're lying. To, I'm, I'm, I'd be lying to you. I don't paint rosy pictures, right? I do, through the, do this through the lens, lens of strength. Julian P says, it's amazing how deeply the rot can get in so few years. I have 42 years in law enforcement. And it's embarrassing to see law enforcement go this low on a federal level. Yeah, man, isn't it? 42 years. Thanks for your service. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. I couldn't agree more. It's disgusting, brother. Really, really disgusting. <clears throat> disgusting. Now, what Trump needs to do, what he needs to do, is start cleaning house. In addition to appointing special counsels and all that. Clearly, clearly, there's a problem around him. Clearly. Again, he's got Bill Shine in the White House, the former number two at Fox News. And I suspect that all last night and beginning again at about 4.35 this morning, Shine and the comms team, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the rest of the crew, Hogan Gidley and everybody else, they were huddled up figuring out the messaging to push back on this. And I suspect it'll be effective. It's going to involve a lot of Manafort's a great guy and it was a witch hunt and Michael Cohen is a rat who is lying. And what Trump should really do is say, yeah, I told Michael Cohen to pay her. Absolutely. I didn't tell him break the law. Yeah, we discussed the payment. It's on tape. Yes, I told him to settle it out to make it go away. It was cheaper than a lawsuit. I absolutely 100% did all that. Absolutely did all that. It appears that Mike was a moron who did it in an illegal fashion. I don't know anything about that. He's my lawyer. I relied on him to, be, to do it legally. That's what I hope to see Donald Trump do. That would be the intelligent thing to do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I told him to do it. Now, Gail says Trump's going to be doing a Fox News interview this morning. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be a friendly interview and Bill Shine's old stomping ground. And those are all his people. And so I suspect, I suspect he's going to basically say, yeah, I discussed this with him. And, you know, <laughs> I didn't tell him to do anything illegal. I mean, if I were advising him uh, uh, on strategic comms and I do that for candidates and I'm pretty damn good at it, actually. Like the candidates I've worked with in the past don't have scandals. Own it. Get in front of it. Leave them nowhere to go. Yo, did you discuss this with Michael Cohen? Absolutely. Numerous times. Did you tell him to make the payment? Uh-huh. 
two or three times, actually. Did you coordinate with him? Uh, 100%? Absolutely. Did you know he was breaking the law? Absolutely not. He's my lawyer. Don't you assume if you're talking to your lawyer and you discuss a settlement payment, they're going to do it in a legally compliant manner? Man, was did I hire the wrong lawyer? This guy was an idiot. He went and broke the law. I've been in business 45 years. This is me if I'm Donald Trump. I've had, I can't remember how many settlements have been, how many deals directing my lawyers to make payments. Never once had this problem. My lawyers always did their job and did it legally. This moron decided to do this in a way that got them all jammed up. That's his problem, not mine. End of story. Own it. Get in front of it. Blame it on the lawyer. It's a pretty simple strategy, actually. It's a pretty simple strategy. Hey, my buddy Jared Chambers is on. What's up, brother? Yeah, so Jared says, this is perfect advice, but who keeps telling Trump to reject this kind of advice about dealing with Mueller? It's a lone area of repeated missteps. Jared, man, that is the question, right? You and I, we, we, we discussed this offline. We've talked about it on Twitter publicly. That is the question. And I love that you put who, capital W-H-O. And one quick side note, everybody. You see uh, right here, Jared Chambers. Check him out on Twitter. Reason being, don't only rely on verified accounts. There is a wealth, a wealth of really good content out there with people that are coming up in this game as political analyst commentators. Jared's one of those people. Uh, strongly suggest you guys find him on Twitter. And uh, I forget his Twitter handle. It's like at, what is it, Jared? At something CEO, right? Ping it in there and I'll uh, shout it out. <clears throat> uh, Gail, <clears throat> excuse me. Gail Kotsman says, but wasn't it Cohen's tapes that started this and why would Cohen tape Trump? Well, that's the question, right? And yeah, the tape started it, but I don't hear anything illegal on that tape. Let me, let me say one thing. I love my country. Can't you tell? I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a law and order guy. If I thought Trump was breaking the law, Jared Chambers, his, his, his uh, Twitter handle is at C, like Charlie, number four CEO. But really good uh, political analysis coming out of Jared lately. Don't only look to the verified accounts. Trust me on this. So, uh, uh, you know, on that tape, I'm a law and order guy, right? I, I believe in law and order. I believe in doing things right. I hear a lawyer and a client having a conversation. I've had those conversations with my attorneys over the years. Business matters. I had a weird guy come out of the woodwork and <laughs> tell you guys a funny story. When I'm my radio show, I called a guy a wannabe cop and uh, he sued me for lie for slander and defamation. He was a private eye. I called him a wannabe cop. He sued me for uh, slander and defamation. And we did what was called an anti-slap motion. He was in California. We did an anti-slap motion in LA, which basically means that if I could prove that I was telling the truth or I could prove that what I said wasn't defamatory and slanderous, he would have to pay my legal fees and pay me. Well, get this. The day before I said it, the moron was arrested by the FBI for impersonating an FBI agent. All right. Now, I had a hundred conversations, well, hundred, a dozen conversations with attorneys about that. Could they have been taped? Sure. I mean, I, you know, in, in this business, you get into these dumb lawsuits, but talking to your attorney about scenarios, talking to your attorneys about scenarios, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. And that's, you know, that's a really sad consequence of all this. <clears throat> They're trying to criminalize normal, legal, commonplace lawyer-client interactions. That's very dangerous. 
They're trying to criminalize settlements, deals. I mean, this is bizarre stuff. This is like we're through the looking glass, bizarre stuff. Really bizarre. All right. A lawyer settling for his client. But going back to what I said earlier in the show, because about 100 more people are on now, what's really, really dirty in all of this, what's filthy in all of this, I'll go back through it. Michael Cohen pleads guilty to campaign finance law violations. He paid Stormy Daniels. The allegation is the payment to Stormy Daniels shut her up, thereby benefiting the Trump campaign and thereby potentially influencing the election. In doing so, the government is saying that Michael Cohen made a $130,000 donation to the Trump campaign. A, that would be illegal because the limit for a donation per cycle, the primary, then the general, is $2,700 per, so $5,400 total. So he exceeded that. In addition, the donation was not reported to the Federal Election Commission. All right, Michael Cohen pleads guilty. However, Perkins Coie, Hillary Clinton's law firm pays Fusion GPS to influence the election on behalf of Hillary by digging dirt on Trump. We know what else happened, the FISA warrant and all the other crazy hurricane of filth. All right. They paid a lot more than 130 grand, I suspect, because I've seen some of what Fusion GPS charges. They don't report it as a donation to the Clinton campaign. And of course, it exceeds the $2,700 per cycle limit. Michael Cohen is prosecuted and pleads guilty. Perkins Coey gets a walk. DOJ closes their eyes, turns their backs, puts their hands over their ears and mouth. All right. Think the fix might be in? But wait, there's more. The Obama campaign. The Obama campaign was fined for campaign finance violations totaling $375,000 in 2008. Nobody went to jail. Nobody went to jail. But wait, it gets worse. There's more. For those of you who weren't watching earlier. Remember Debbie Wasserman Schultz's IT staffer, Imran Awan? The guy, the Pakistani guy who stole all that information, breached data systems with members of Congress? Got no voice, I'm fired up. Imran Awan yesterday after being found guilty on bank fraud charges, lying on loan applications, exactly the same charge for which Manafort was found guilty by a jury and on which Michael Cohen pled guilty, Manafort facing 80 years in jail, Michael Cohen three to five years, the Department of Justice asked for no jail time for Imran Awan and the judge granted it. And do you know why the judge granted it? Because she said Trump's statements about Imran Awan were potentially defaming and might have influenced people. Are you effing kidding me? How are Americans not to think the fix is in? Hillary's team, Democrat IT staffers, walk. They walk for the identical actions and crimes. People around Trump are going to prison for years. And the prosecutions keep going. Now, again, Now, again, if you think Jeff Sessions is anything other than this, like this actually serves a purpose. It hydrates me. I don't know. Here, 
a, a tool. If you think Jeff Sessions is anything other than a tool, Deadwood, that's Jeff Sessions, all right? That's Jeff Sessions. Because where the hell was he when his assistant U.S. attorney was giving him Ron Awana walk? Where was he? So stop this nonsense. Trust Sessions. Trust the plan. Give me a Operation Slow Walker. That's morons out there. Please. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I got to do it again because I liked it. Jeff Sessions is a tool. He's got about as much personality and he's about as useful as... I really like doing that. That's a lot of fun. Oh, look, I popped the key off my keyboard. I got so excited. This is really cool. I'm about to do a whole show with me throwing tools around, calling Jeff Sessions a tool. But you, but you get the point. You get the point. All right, look. You can see this is annoying me. You can see this is annoying me. But again, but again, I think this all stings Trump. I don't think this hurts Trump. Because just to recap, for people that weren't watching earlier, no, Jimmy B, that wasn't the NEK. It was the GK, but it's fine. I popped it back in. All right, look. Trump has no exposure here. With Manafort, old 12-year-old crimes, have nothing to do with the campaign or collusion. He was convicted on stuff that went down 10 years before the election. 10 years before he served a few months on the campaign. And with Cohen, we've been talking about it. He was a lawyer. It, 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 nothing Trump did was illegal. So very, very bad PR day for Trump. Very bad. But in the end, I don't think legally or politically devastating. All right. Let's read some comments here. Ouroboros Null, another good account. I'm going to start, I'm going to start giving special mention to some of the accounts who uh, stand out to me with really good commentary or questions like I did with my buddy Jared Chambers. And, uh, and I, I've noticed that Ouroboros Null here has made some really interesting comments, posited some really good questions over the last week. So I'm going to start, you know, giving special mention to these people. I think too many of you rely only on verified accounts. Don't. I won. I started in this world years back. I didn't have a verified account. I had 200 Twitter followers, and luckily people were hearing me and listening to me, and I was able to grow my brand that way and got a radio show. And so I want to start helping people out and giving people the same. Uh, a push, same boost that people gave to me. So like I did for my buddy, Jared Chambers, Ouroboros Null here, another good one. A lot of good comments lately. It says legal experts are split. Half say this is a campaign payment in kind. Other half say not if the NDA was paid with personal funds, which is why Cohen's guilty plea was clearly coerced. See, yes, it's very confusing. And, and one thing is for certain, Lanny Davis, in my opinion, did not give Michael Cohen Robust legal representation. Robust legal representation. It appears he rushed him into court to take this plea because Lanny Davis was like salivating to take down Trump. like Scrooge McDuck on a pile of gold coins. Like, yeah, I'm going to take down Donald Trump and get my gold. I mean, a crazy little leprechaun in that movie. I mean, what was this? It's, it's all really weird. It's all really weird. Darken de la Spada says, I've turned into Billy Mays. But wait, there's more. Poor Billy Mays. He died. Guy partied too hard. All right. Julian P says, with the money Trump has, why would he have to donate third party 130000 He could have easily funded his own campaign 
larger than that. Calling a duck a pigeon doesn't make it a pigeon. Yeah, exactly. Look, I think Cohen had done a lot of business with Trump and Cohen was trying to say to Trump, I'll pay it. Just I'll bill you down the road. That's what I'm trying to say. They're making much ado about nothing. It's much ado about nothing. Let's see. Nick at night says, how do I know the difference from a verified and not a verified account? And if, uh, and if you recommend one, can you list it? Well, on Twitter, a verified account is the blue check mark. A non-verified account doesn't, but there is a tremendous wealth of content, really good content, analysis on these non-verified accounts. I'm going to start uh, pushing them out, you know? Yes, James Avery, session should be thrown out of Trump's toolbox. Should I drop it one more time just for Jeff Sessions' sake? All right, cool. Done. Did it. I might do that every day. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? <laughs> what else? Uh, is Trump going to mention poor Molly again on Fox News? Uh, Nigel said, I'm going to be talking all about the Molly. Easy for me to say the Molly Tibbetts case tomorrow. All right. I wanted to get more information on. I'm going to get a little more today. As you know, an illegal alien, a guy named Christian or Christian Rivera is being held in our disappearance. He's here illegally. Going to absolutely talk about it. But this Mueller uh, Cohen news is big and it's settled. Molly Tibbetts, a little more info is going to trickle out today. So better to bring you, better to bring you the uh, more accurate information. All right, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Trinocula says, why is Davis representing Manafort? He was a Clinton guy. Davis is not representing Manafort. He was representing Michael Cohen, not Paul Manafort. Sessions got AG job because he was banned from Klebler Elf Tree because he played with the cookies too much. <clears throat> Hangman John Ruth. Yeah, man, he does look like the Keebler Elf. You know what also fascinates me about Jeff Sessions? I want you to think about this for a second. You see Jeff Sessions, everybody goes, oh, he's an old guy. Oh, he's an old man. Poor old guy. Leave Jeff Sessions alone. He's a poor old guy. Jeff Sessions is one year younger than Donald Trump. You believe that? Sessions 71, Donald Trump 72. Sessions looks like his dad. <clears throat> one year younger. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy... Tommy Brissetti, I'm going to try to help you out here, man. My mother-in-law is a liberal and hates Trump. I don't want her to win. Trump, <laughs> that's pretty good. Trump can't go down. We are going to do all we can to help you fight back against your liberal mother-in-law. We're going to do all we can. <clears throat> Eric Bandero, I, Molly Tibbetts was a liberal she held a sign up on Twitter, don't date white boys. Number one, I don't believe that because her boyfriend was the whitest kid in the world. Number two, I couldn't care less. That is kind of ridiculous. I couldn't care less. This poor girl got murdered by a savage, a 20-year-old kid. I don't care if she held a sign up saying, screw every conservative. I couldn't care less. Poor kid is a victim who probably died a savage, horrible death. Comments like that serve no purpose, man. Come on, you're better than that. You're a smart guy. <clears throat> Gail, Cotman, Gail Cotman says, why is Sessions always happy not to worry on his face, but he's part of the deep state? I don't think he cares. I think he checked out. I think he checked out. Harry Bo Roberts, I agree with you, my friend. If Trump does not get them, they're going to finish him. He has to finish them. Yes, he does. Tommy Versetti, do I like Dr. Michael Savage? 
haven't listened to him in years. I, I like when he goes off on his rants, but I honestly haven't listened to him in years. And it's nothing against him. I, I don't listen to everybody. I don't listen to anybody really. You want to know why? I do this show for an hour every day. I prep it. Then I do a three-hour live television show on a cable network. Man, by the time I'm done, after researching and getting breaking news and, and bringing it to you all day, the last thing I want to do is listen to radio or watch news on TV. I watch things like Deadliest Catch and Forged in Fire and stuff that has nothing to do with any of this. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't really know what Michael Savage and a lot of these people have been up to today. But I don't, uh, I don't really watch news and I get it on Twitter in real time if I need it. <clears throat> uh, do I think Q will be revealed as a hero in a Trump rally one day? No, I think Q is going to be revealed as a fake, <laughs> as a moronic fake who duped a lot of people. Tommy Versetti heard from a time traveler that Trump will have a heart attack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know all these times they accuse a time traveler. <clears throat> that other weird guy, Bill Mitchell's a time traveler. Oh my God, these people. Oh my God. So ridiculous. Let's see. Sophie Krabs says Deadliest Catch. I love Deadliest Catch. What's wrong with Deadliest Catch? Very upset though. I think they should boot the Northwestern off the show. Edgar Hansen on the Northwestern accused of molesting a 16-year-old girl. <clears throat> so going to have problems with that next season, I suspect. Yep. NLGHTN donated five bucks one day after they find the killer. Is it that straightforward sometimes? I just question how fast they found it or the killer was. If you mean Molly Tibbetts, wasn't fast. Kid's been missing for five weeks. It was an investigation involving local police, state police, FBI, investigators from the region. Wasn't a fast apprehension. Wasn't a fast apprehension at all. 79 Tasman says, where is the Russia collusion? Pure BS. It is pure BS. Uh, Judge Ellis said, Nick at Night says, Judge Ellis said, squeezing people such as Cohen gets people to flip, compose, and so on. Yeah, but <clears throat> got to have something to flip on. I mean, it's going to be very difficult for the government to squeeze a lawyer on their client. That is going to set a chilling, 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 horrible precedent. A precedent the United States of America don't need. Don't need. Look, in the Molly Tibbetts case, and I'll be getting more into it tomorrow, I think the police did an outstanding job. I'm going to be talking about the Molly Tibbetts case and that uh, Watts case in Colorado, that terrible case where the guy apparently murdered his wife and two young daughters. I think in each of those cases, the police are doing an exceptional investigative job. Exceptional. Chris J., QAnon is not for real. QAnon is fake. And anybody who believes it is being duped, and I'll say it over and over again, absolutely fake nonsense. <clears throat> Let's see. Let's see. Poor Elon Musk. Feel bad for him. I haven't been following him. I think a lot of what Elon Musk does is theatrical. It's been working for him. This is a good comment. Adam Troy S. says, Mueller did nothing different than the typical low-paying auditor from the IRS. Exactly. $25 million for Mueller to do what a non-law enforcement IRS accountant could have done. A, 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 a non-law uh, a, a enforcement accountant could have done. So ridiculous. 
so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, well, guys, <clears throat> if you believe in Q, you're going to be let down. There's a lot, lot coming out on that. Zach said, I need your opinion on something. Two teenagers assisted an elderly man and pushed him over with no context in video. And the boy's addresses were posted online. Do I agree with it? Zach, buddy, I'm not going to comment on it because I don't know the case. <clears throat> I don't know the case. I didn't see the video. I don't know the case. I don't know anything about it. So I'm going to stick off that one, my friend. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I think the uh, investigators did a great, great job. <clears throat> 79 Tasman says the corrupt justice system is run by the Democrat puppets. There's a two-tier justice system in this country. And yesterday was proof of it. I could not agree more. I tell you every day, I don't buy into conspiracy nonsense, but yesterday sure made it seem like there is a two-tier system of justice in the United States of America. It sure as hell did. It sure as hell did. It is very, very disturbing. It is very, very, very disturbing. I am, uh, I'm really upset about it. I gotta be honest with you. Never thought I would uh, see a time when our country would be in such crisis. Really didn't. Never thought I'd see a time where, uh, where uh, our uh, criminal justice system would be so overtly biased and compromised, where you know we 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 would say it sort of uh, tongue in cheek, but half meaning it. I would say it here on the show uh, on my other shows. There are three standards of justice. I always said right, one for the elite. Well, let me start at the bottom. One for us. One for the elite and one for the Clintons. Yesterday, we saw it at work. Yesterday, we saw it at work. Imran Awan hung out with Wasserman Schultz and the elites. He walks, no charges. Michael Cohen and Trump, a guy Manafort, they're charged for exactly the same crimes they're doing jail time. Hillary hasn't even been touched. And LGHTN, another donation, thanks brother. How do we get Sessions out of office? President needs to ask for his resignation or fire him. It's very simple. Very, very simple. And it's exactly what should happen. Exactly what should happen. And hold your comments on Molly Tibbetts for tomorrow. Really going to go in deep on that case and on the Watts case in Colorado. Really going to do it. Now. There is, uh, Tomcat asked a really good question, who to replace Sessions. That's the problem, right? That's the problem. <clears throat> right now, you wouldn't get a replacement through Supreme Court confirmation, number one. And number two, who would you pick? Who would you pick? Trump's got to pick somebody from outside DOJ. Somebody very loyal to him. Somebody loyal to the country, not loyal to the deep state. That's what he's got to do. So, Tomcat, you pose the problem. <clears throat> CBN Walker, I think I just answered your question as well. Why hasn't Trump asked for Sessions' resignation? Who's he going to replace him with? It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. You also got to remember Sessions was in the Senate for a long time. 
Trump has to get Kavanaugh confirmed to the Supreme Court. Last thing he wants to do now is piss off buddies of Sessions in the U.S. Senate by firing him. We know Sessions is useless. <clears throat> so let's at least get Kavanaugh confirmed, get through the midterms, then clean house. It's frustrating, I know. I want it done today. But I also understand that we also got to be smart here. We also have got to be smart. Gabriel Swift says Jim Jordan, Tippy Bear. I don't know if Jim Jordan's a lawyer. Tippy Bear says Trey Gowdy. No, Gowdy is all bark and no bite. Gowdy is total deep state. Michelle Chiquita says Larry Clayman wants it. I know Larry. Larry's a friend. Listen, Larry wants second special counsel. Larry will never be nominated to be attorney general of the United States, nor second special counsel. But I really like Larry. Great guy. Really good guy. Really smart lawyer. But uh, he'll be on the outside. Rudy Giuliani, possibly, possibly. John Zeland says Mueller's team of 17 angry Dems are making the taxpayer, milking the taxpayers for every cent. They can by throwing crap at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, yeah, they are. Their bill now, if you look at it, was what it was monthly. All right, Newbie Grunt 11, it, it, the bill's about 25 million. Newbie Grunt 11 says the Florida AG, Pam Bondi. She's my pick. I'm biased, I'm down here in Florida. Pam and I have some very close mutual friends. I'm a Pam fan. I'd like to see that. If not as AG, as second special counsel, but my vote, Pam Bondi for attorney general of the US, I'll be all over it. Uh, Otterborough's Knowles is the best idea he, heard, idea he heard from me was when he said, <clears throat> POTUS should restructure the inspector general's office out of DOJ and directly reporting to him. Yeah, look, and, and this is why. You, you can't investigate yourself, right? So make the IG an independent presidential appointment lateral to the attorney general, cabinet level, okay? Like a director of Homeland Security, Secretary of Homeland Security type thing, Secretary of Inspections, Secretary of Internal Inspections. They handle all government corruption and then they work with the IGs, the Offices of Professional Responsibility, the inspections divisions of the various federal agencies. Because currently the way the IG is set up under DOJ, what a lot of people don't know is the bulk of what they do, about 80% of what the IG does is investigating claims of abuse and corruption against federal prison guards. They're really not equipped to do these high level investigations. And so uh, there's a lot people don't know. I'm gonna do a show on that. A lot of the misconceptions about federal agencies. And we'll be talking um, about Amorosa later in the week as well. I want to see what insanity she has coming. Guys, this hour flew by. Love you. Love being with you every morning. Going to be back with you tomorrow morning, 7.30 a.m. Eastern. Tune in. We had a really nice uh, turnout today. I'd love to see double that tomorrow. <laughs> Tune in. We're going to be talking about the Molly Tibbetts case and about the Watts murders in Colorado. Going to go in deep on law enforcement, what they did right. In this case, in these cases, I don't think law enforcement did anything wrong. It's an exceptional job. We're going to be talking a lot about immigration as well. You guys have a great one. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning, 7.30 a.m. Eastern.